Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Podcast is intended for mature audiences. The views and opinions expressed are those of the panelists and do not reflect in any way those of the podcast partners, sponsors, or affiliates. Enjoy. Hi, this is Michael Buffer, and you're listening to the voice of the people. Let's get ready for Boxing Voice. Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling. Boxingvoice.com. Boxingboys.com. What broke him down? Was it the body punches? I was hitting the body punches and I heard him actually he was crying in there. Boxing 
Boxwoods.com. Get the fuck out of here, man. Please. What up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another edition of the Boxing Voice Radio. I am your host, Nesta Gibbs, joined alongside Ringwalk Danny, and we're back to discuss the heavyweight division. Looks like Andy Ruiz has priced himself out of a, another super fight, and I say another because we have some evidence that he also wanted a significantly large amount to face Tyson Fury. Now, he was in negotiations with Deontay Wilder, and according to all reports and videos, Mr. Andy Ruiz Jr. has priced himself out, and we cannot, we cannot um, just sit back and not talk about this situation. I mean, it's a significant amount of money that Andy... Ruiz is insisting that he makes in this Deontay Wilder fight. We'll see how things play out as it looks like maybe skill challenge altogether has moved on from Andy Ruiz. I'll play some audio, but Deontay Wilder himself claims Andy Ruiz wanted $25 million to face Deontay Wilder. And it's and it was a refreshing interview that Ellie Setback did with Wilder. And I say refreshing because it was like, it's good to see someone that understands business. You know, it's good to see someone that understands how things are done and how much it costs to get it done and what's it going to take to get it done, right? And, and Wilder made it clear this guy wants $25 million for a non-title fight. So, again, we were talking about that yesterday, how, you know, champions obviously make more money than challengers. Same thing with interim titleists. So, Andy asking for twenty five is just far-fetched. There's no belts on the line. There's no interim title on the line. There's nothing but name recognition. And uh, $25 million is just insane. Now... There is a new video that surfaced where Andy is on an Instagram Live reportedly willing to take significantly less to make this fight happen um, after Wilder revealed that Ruiz wanted $25 million. Now, all the reports indicate that Wilder also has moved on and that he's focusing on his December two-fight deal with Anthony Joshua. In an interview with Ellie Setback, he reported that the fight quite possibly is a two-fight deal with one of those fights being in the motherland of Africa. You know, so we'd get our own thriller in Manila in this generation. I'm pretty sure I'll be there. I don't know I'll go to Saudi, but I probably would go to Africa, right? Like, why not? Yeah. Danny said Manila's in Asia. And that's fine. I said we get our own. You know what I mean? And in this generation, like, we haven't had that. So Wilder and Ruiz can be that. Uh, but obviously Ruiz has to find some common ground. Uh, $25 million is just insane. You need to cover at least 200 and 
35,000 pay-per-views, and that's without giving any provider a cut just to cover Andy's purse. Um, I don't know that there's enough people interested in that. You know, can that crack 600,000 pay-per-views? It's exactly 312,500 pay-per-views at $80 a pop just to make Andy's side of the purse. 312,500 people have to give up 80 bucks just to cover Andy's purse, just so that Andy could step in the ring. We ain't even take care of Wilder yet. Or the pay-per-view provider that deserves a cut. They deserve some sort of percentage based off old law, so I, I'm not getting it. It's a very unfortunate situation as the Andy Ruiz fight has been a fight that we've been wanting in the heavyweight division versus Wilder and Fury for quite some time, but Andy is out here trying to get retirement money. Um, as Wilder will tell him in this Ellie Setback interview, there's no title on the line, you know? Like, who's going to be willing to pay for that? Why would Andy think that? We're going to give $25 million to the B-side. Another 30 $35 million to the fucking A-side? Like, it just makes no sense, man. You know, and then people wonder why we don't get super fights. I mean, you got these guys out here trying to get super-duper money just to fight, let alone for a super fight. It's uh, pretty sad because Ruiz hasn't fought since Luis Ortiz, which is probably January of this year. Uh, of last year? No way. Oh, yeah, you're right, because it's 2022. No, 2023, Danny. Mm-hmm. It's 2023. We're going into 2024. So Ruiz hasn't fought since the Luis Ortiz fight. September of 2022. We're in 2023, going into 2024. That's what I'm saying. I mean, no, September. Oh, it was September. Was it in January? Oh, I'm thinking Louis Ortiz, Charles Martin. I'm sorry. Okay, so they fought September of 2022. So he coming up on two years out the ring? When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yes, September would be one year. Okay. I mean, either way, it's unfortunate. Either way, it's unfortunate. Way too many months out the ring. Next week makes a year, according to Danny. That's just too many months out the ring. You know, and I get it. Some guys can't get up for small fights, right? So it's like, yeah, give me the $25 million, I'll fight Wilder. I can't fight Frank Sanchez for 500000 and even before that, he was out the ring 16 months. And, and, and before that, he was facing Chris Ariola 16 months prior to facing Luis Ortiz. So since beating Anthony Joshua, all he's done is lose, right? So it's win, lose, win, win. Now, the translation of that is win in a competitive fight with a young man, lose as an overweight slob, fight 
an out of shape, an out of shape, retired Ariola coming off a year and a half layoff, and then fight an even older Luis Ortiz, who people call Luis Ortiz old when Wilder fought him the first time. So now fucking Ruiz is out here fighting him. It's crazy. Like Luis Ortiz is a good opponent for Jared Anderson, a Jeremiah Milton, you know. Very unfortunate situation, but I'm going to go ahead and play that audio so you know exactly what it is we're talking about. I'll give you both audios, Andy's version of the situation and Wilder's version of the situation, and uh, we'll be moving forward, taking calls, getting your thoughts on Andy Ruiz pricing himself out of this particular situation. We'll go to the first video which is Deontay Wilder speaking to Ellie Setback. This will be a few seconds as it's not a lot here. But... What, what happened with Andy Ruiz? Priced himself out. He wanted 25 million. Clear as day, Wilder says he priced himself out. He wanted 25 million. But there's more information here that we do want you to pay attention to as... It will come up in today's show as, you know, topic of conversation, right? He wanted 20 to 25 million, and he know he ain't finna get that shit nowhere. Being a six-month champion or less, it would have been lesser than that if Joshua didn't come along. So how do they think they go? How do they think they need? They gonna get 20 million? That's the daddy. That's the daddy. But you know, you know what that. And again, this is what I'm saying about Wilder and this interview being refreshing. To know so much about the situation, to understand so much about business, you know, he's taking it pretty normal, right? Because it's like he's telling you all the tricks that they're trying to pull, that they're trying to get over so that they can get a bigger purse more than more like a cash out than a purse. Daddy to, you hate me because my daddy trying to get the bed. No, your daddy trying to steal, bitch. Stop it. Your my daddy trying to get me the most money. Your daddy ain't being reasonable, stupid. Stop it. So he's he's imitating Ruiz there, saying, "Oh, don't be mad, Wilder, because my dad trying to get me the most." And he said, "No, your dad's being, you know, stupid." And then he goes back and says he's being unreasonable. Um, so. You know, oops. So, you know, uh, Wilder, you know, doing a good job of giving us the details that we need in this situation so that, you know, all parties, all fans know what's going on, right? Because a lot of people like to point the blame, you know, specifically when it comes to Deontay Wilder. He doesn't get uh, probably the love. He deserves, you know, he, he probably always gets blamed for things. So today, I would assume, is a good day. As he's clearing himself of the situation. Obviously, you know, Andy won in 25 million. You can't really point the finger at anyone else but Andy. Your daddy's no. Understand that you're not going to get 20, 25 million, bro. Where? Who, if this ain't no price out there, what it is? 
Come on, this ain't even no title fight. This is what eliminator or maybe it's something like that. Now that's just another thing, right? He told him, look, you know, you've only been a champion three months. You know, you're coming off a layoff. It's not even a title fight. It's not an eliminator. Just giving him all the reasons why it's impossible to ask for that amount of money. Now I get it. You know, you're asking for retirement money because Wilder is one of the biggest punches in, in, in boxing, but I don't think that that's how it works. That just because you fear someone or you think someone, uh, you know, is a threat, you're, you're entitled to 25 million. It's just insane. There's not a lot of people in boxing that got 25 million for Andy to be asking for that. Just saying. This ain't no time. You talking about 20, 25 million and your father ain't pricing you out? Guess what? I hope you enjoy sitting on this show. <laughs> and you ain't been rapped. You just sitting up there open. Mm. Okay, to end this interview, message to you. So that's one interview where Wilder obviously is insinuating that Andy Ruiz will be shelved, won't get any playing time, and uh, he will move on. And, and I'm going to keep it playing because he does talk about the AJ two-fight deal in two different countries. Your fans, people love you and support you. Um, any updates? Once again, shout out to Ellie Setback, always on scene, getting the content for us to continue to debate. Uh, man, we got, uh, got a lot of great things going on um, um, outside of... I hate this part about fighters, right? They're like, yo, we got a lot of great things going on. I ain't going to tell you, though. I ain't gonna tell you why. It's right. Boxing. Um, I'm not gonna speak on it right now. I'm not gonna speak on it. I'm not. I'm not gonna tell. You know, a platform that has dangerously close to a million that could get the buzz out there, that could help me promote whatever it is I'm doing. I'm not gonna tell. I'm gonna keep that close to the chest. Yeah, you just see it on TV. Um, uh, see it got a lot of different it. projects, music, all that, all that, man. We got a lot of stuff going on. Uh, you know. As far as the boxing tilt, everybody know about the Joshua situation. That is serious, that's real, and um, that is one that's up next. And uh, we're looking forward to that. I'll be getting in camp real soon for that. I'll be promoting that, you know, uh, within the next few months or so. And uh, finally get that, that, that showdown on, you know, once and for all. You know, I think it's going to be a great, great fight between me and him. I'm actually working on a two-fight deal with me and Joshua. Um, Two one fight. up in uh, Saudi Arabia, and the other one up in, uh, we're going back to the motherland, Africa. I love it. I love, honestly, I really do love that they go going to Africa. I was talking about it with Danny. Um, it would be something I would certainly look into. You know, the Saudi trip is cool, but, you know, Africa would be dope, especially to watch a fight. We'll see if that happens, because we've been here before, haven't we, as boxing fans? We've been here before where these big-time fights are supposed to take place in different countries or, you know, exclusive locations, and that doesn't end up happening. So, you know, I'm going to take it with a grain of salt and uh, give them time to put this together in hopes that we really do get a two-fight deal with one of them being in Africa. That would be huge for me as, you know, a person that covers the sport, you know, to be able to go to that country to watch this fight would be great. Now, I do want to point your attention to this next video because this is Andy now. Shout out to Fight Hub, who believes 
And this is Fight Hub uh, grabbing what I That's believe is Andy's Instagram That's worse than my advantage because I'm fast. I get close and boom, 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 boom. They don't see them because of my short arms, right? So when you want to get closer to the guy that's faster and you got shorter arms, you so got to double jab. He's boom, obviously boom, out boom, here boom, 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 boom. You got to always double jab with feet and boom, boom, boom. You got to do, brother. You can't just ha, 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 throw, boom, boom, and then the faster guy gets you. You got to feet and then throw the right hook, right? Really beat, you remember, man. when you throw, you got back. So you got to boom, 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 boom. Let's go. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. You're just listo. Heck yeah, I could beat him. Heck yeah, I just need a, I need the opportunity. That's it, the opportunity to, to. It's hilarious. These dudes that ask for opportunities when they get it. We was just talking about this yesterday. It's like you can't say you're not getting an opportunity. You can't say nobody wants to fight you when you getting offers that you, you know, you turning down. You, you getting offers and you not happy. You getting offers and you. You sitting here trying to negotiate for money with zero leverage. You know, you're not in title contention. You're not in an eliminated contention. I don't get it. Show people, and right now, I feel in the. I feel like I'm in my best. I feel like a big rock just fucking knocked out of my back, and I feel alive. I feel alive. Ever since I left, ever since I left my last relationship, I feel fucking good. I swear to God, I feel. If you show Wilder what I be doing inside the gym and how I be looking, he's not gonna want to fight, and he's gonna want to pay me less money. He's gonna want to fight me for less money. He's gonna want to how I be looking. He's not gonna want to fight, and he's gonna want to pay me less money. He's gonna want to fight me for less money. Pero aquí ando tratando de agarrar una pelea más con el pinche Wilder. Pero me quieren pagar poquito, menos de 10 mil dólares, 10 million dollars, or less. So I just want to say, he just said... 10,000. 10,000. Then he fixed it in English, it says millones. Yeah, yeah, so I don't know, I'm pretty sure he meant million. Mm -hmm. But he did no, say... No, he does, he's going to double back. He did say 10, I'll fight him for 10 million dollars. Fight or they... So now he's willing to take 10 million dollars. This is 12 hours ago. This was an Instagram live. So now he's willing to face him for $12 million, $10 million. But I don't know that it's too late, right? And what I mean by that is it sounds like Wilder and Skill Challenge have moved on to AJ and the two-fight deal. It sounds like their interest now lies in Usyk and Fury again. So I don't know if Andy missed the boat. Now, there's still a possibility, as there are some rumors of Wilder allegedly sliding in a fight somewhere in October. That's at least what uh, his trainer, Malik Scott, wants. You know, and, and I can see it happening. You can fight in October and then come back in January, February versus AJ. But that is all the information uh, that we had to show you in terms of Wilder AJ, two-fight deal, one in Saudi, one in Africa. Uh, as far as Ruiz demanding a staggering amount to get in the ring with Wilder, $25 million initially, initially, as, as soon as August 25th, now three days later, the tune has changed and he's willing to accept less but once again, I think it may be too late.
I mean, quite honestly, so I feel like something would have to go very bad with the Wilder and Joshua negotiations because, bro, this that's the bigger commercial fight anyway. You know, and for people saying, oh, what's Wilder done? What the fuck we talking about? I mean, he Ruiz, did give us three pay-per-view nah, fights with, 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 with Fury. Well, just like, that's more than what Ruiz done. Ruiz has fought three times in the last four years. What you said? Keith Thurman? I was looking for the... Has he fought that many times? That one. Has he fought that many times? No, I'm just saying it sounds like his inactivity. You know. So, yeah, Wilder may have lost, but he lost top-level fights. He was in the ring. Even even in losses, he was active. So, right. you know. But phone lines are open. Let us know your thoughts. If you want to call in and discuss today's topic. We... Are going to the phone lines right now. Let me go ahead and open up. I got um play a couple things first, right? We gotta do the show intros. Remember to rate us five stars on iTunes. Subscribe to youtube.com slash the boxing voice for the latest and greatest interviews with your favorite fighters. We got former professional fighter. Uh oh. Troy. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm here, baby. What's good? Shout out to Ness. Shout out to the Boxing Voice. Now, y'all need to peep that documentary Ness did. We did back in the day. It's one of the latest documentaries. I'm a, I'm a BVOG. Y'all need to know that. Before we was doing the lives on the TV, we was doing it. You know, we was putting out documentaries and footage, keeping the boxing game alive. I feel like Andy, it don't matter how much Andy Ruiz get paid because we at 38% in the tax market right now. So if you give him 10 million, that's 3.8. He got to pay in taxes unless he buy a house. If you're paying 15 million, that's going to be more tax. And I get it, bro. He don't want to get brutally hurt. And he does have a puncher's chance because he could punch himself. But like you saying, Wilder has like, 80 million title defenses. <laughs> he has an enormous pottery. He's the second best heavyweight in the world beside, behind Tyson Fury. You know what I'm saying? Andy Ruiz could be like the third best um, because him and Joshua, him and Joshua had a, no, that's what I'm saying. It, I'm saying he could be. His inactivity-ness is shitty. And, you know, I'm just not going to hold you. You know what I mean? But, um, if he get paid more, he just going to get taxed more. But it, I, I don't disagree with he feeling like he wants a little more for the brutal punishment he's going to take. It could be a career-ending type of thing with the punishment. You know, with the he can get – Andrew Ruiz is tough. He's going to get up repeatedly if he gets knocked down, if he don't get knocked out. And that's more concussive damage, boxing is dangerous, blah, 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 you know. But at the same time, I don't if you know that he gets in, up from a wilder punch. I, I'm just saying, I'm trying to give him a little credit just by, you know, being the advocate for a man training. We all know you could go to bed in there. I'm just saying, like, if you want more money, 
you have to fight more on your end. You can't just demand more money. That's not how the business works. It goes on every level, even with any other fighters on a smaller level of pay. If you never made this money before, you can't you can't get it as a as a loan from your own social because you haven't never taxed this amount of money. People don't understand that. If you never got the money, spent it all and taxed it and knew how to tax it back, no company is going to give you any set money over it because you don't know how to deal with your shit in the market. That's all I got to say. Shout out to the Boxing Voice. Keep the good work coming. Appreciate you, champ. Shout out. We got Fats, Baltimore. What up? You may feel like it's your time, but it's not your time. Yo. 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 What's good? What's good, man? What's good, man? This dude, Ruiz, man, he pricing himself out. Oh, and I was, I actually was kind of looking forward to this fight for a while, though, man, because I thought that Ruiz, you know, I like his fighting style. He can fight in that pocket. He got quick hands, you know, quick feet for his size. And his last fight, he was in pretty, you know, good shape. That was the best shape I ever seen him in, as far as like his body wise. But man, he must, he must be scared a while. He got to be talking about twenty five million, and, you know. He need this, he need that. Like you said, he talking retirement money. This ain't even for no belt or nothing. So, Bruh, I don't Earl, know Earl and Bud ain't even made twenty five million guaranteed. That dude out of control. Yeah, he is. He we, is. We've been wanting the Earl and Bud fight for like five, maybe six years. Hey, but the same can be said about the Wilder and AJ fight. What can be said about the Wilder Ruiz fight? That's what I'm saying. There's more. We've been wanting Wilder AJ longer than we want Wilder uh, Ruiz. That dude talking $25 million, though. Like, who do you think he is? <laughs> who do you think he is, though? Like, Come on. I beat AJ. <laughs> that wasn't enough, yo. That wasn't enough, yo. AJ Field. I was AJ unified. Field, so I was unified, Bato. <laughs> did we have a 630 today? Oh, shit. Did we? Who hit you? We probably did. Yeah, Albert Bell. Oh, yeah, most certainly. Yeah, you want yeah, ready? No. You want to send him the link? I mean, he ready? Yeah. Oh, wow. But, yeah, though, that's all That's all I had to say, though, man. That's these dudes out here. They uh they pricing themselves out. They ain't taking contracts. Now, you know what's so crazy? These dudes, I'll was, I was get on Twitter today. These dudes floating around the sparring between Haney and Shakur Stevenson when they was 15 and 16. I said, God damn, bro, y'all going back this far? This, I mean, this the, eight years the conversation ago, was four this, this years. Worse than the recording. Right, that's what I'm saying. It's worse than the recording. I'm, <laughs> I'm like, bro, like, all he had to do was take a fight. <laughs> I'm like, bro, all he had to do was take the fight, and we would not be talking about this. But, you know, it is what it is, man. Appreciate it. Word, fast. Appreciate the That's call. That's funny. That's funny, bro. Appreciate you. Let me send this link to my man Albert Bell. Put on a great performance on OTX. Man, I hope we hear something from OTX, man. Y'all gotta send OTX them them prayers and love, and hopefully, you know they get another month worth of dates 
on the zone because they certainly gave us six, four dates, four dates. And uh, it was good fights, man. Certainly some good fights on Some there. upsets. Oh, yeah. Definitely oh, some yeah. upsets. So. Bruh, I was right. Slim Goody is Crawford's peoples. Yeah. And she did beat my girl, Melissa. I'm extra tight. Fucking bullshit. Mm. I can't believe Melissa got a loss, bro. She was undefeated for mad long. They wouldn't give her a shot. Caught her slipping. Yeah. Feel me? 34-year-old moms, inactive. They got you. But make sure to smash that like button. Make sure you guys hit that subscribe button. We got some Devin Haney footage dropping today. Do we? Be on the lookout for that. What is it going to look like? Man, be on the lookout for it. Man. Bro, you don't know how to tease, man. Don't be on the lookout for what? I mean, I don't know which part he dropping today. Be on know? the lookout for what, bro? You got to tell him. Nah, I mean, got the one-on-one got the one -on -one with the champ. That's all. Who's the champ? I just said who the fuck dropping today, champ. Who? 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 You sound like I sent the link. Right I sent the link to your mans. You sound like an owl. I mean, I wish I was owl. I mean, owl, owl money, I guess. <laughs> so, I didn't realize the proximity from Saudi to Africa. It's close. Literally borders. No way. Yeah. Oh, wow. Like Egypt and Saudi border one so another. So it's, it's actually realistic then. I mean, yes. Yeah, literally across the Gulf of, uh, what's this shit called? The Gulf of, oh, no. It's literally across the Red Sea. You just go across the Red Sea, go across the Gulf of uh, Aden. Actually, that's Yemen. So, yeah, across the Red Sea and you're in Africa, bro. Damn. So, and the only reason I say that is because I've been looking at, like, stadiums out there. Mm -hmm. And I've seen a lot of people say, like, Nigeria, that's where AJ's from. And I feel like Nigeria has, I would say, one. Let me see. I got Schofield tomorrow, bro. One realistic uh, venue for that fight. South Africa has a bunch of venues, though. Hmm. South Africa, Egypt, um, Tanzania. So it gets announced today. Mm -hmm. How sure are you that you're going? Do you need what? What's the first thing you need to see to be sure you going? I mean, can I be honest? Of course. This, if if it's a skill challenge, the first thing I'm doing is reaching out to him. Yeah. Okay. Call you. You gonna like that's just like what what I would do because I want to be there. I want to be able to, you know, uh, witness greatness. I was gonna say history. Oh. You know history. Or um, two great fighters, nonetheless. Uh, AJ and Ruiz or AJ and nah, Wilder? AJ and Wilder. Um, we what about if it was Ruiz and Wilder in Saudi, then then Wilder and 
AJ in Africa. Because there was rumors of Wilder still being able to get a fight. But it looks like we got our guest, Albert Bell. How are you, my friend? Thank you for joining us. I'm good, man. I'm good. It's too early for you over there? Man, it's early as hell, but you know I love y'all. Appreciate it, man. So you had man, any... cut it out. It's nine thirty in the morning. Damn, <laughs> man, I know more than person. <laughs> well, you had an amazing performance uh, on OTX, which was um, a four-fight deal that was done with the Zone. They put on uh, some very good shows in. Atlanta. Atlanta, yeah, man. And uh, we were excited to see that, excited to see you do your thing. And uh, you made a statement, a, 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 a very, you know, loud statement with that knockout. And I want to say, I guess your knockout celebration is what I want to say pushed it over the top, kind of pushed you into that boxing viral realm. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I guess you could say that, you know what I mean? I was just really just having fun. I wasn't really focused on the celebration. It was nothing like something planned or just nothing like that. It was just, I was just in a moment having fun. I wasn't trying to be disrespectful or nothing like that, but you know, it's boxing, man. Stuff happened. I was having fun, enjoying myself. Speaking of having fun, I know, you know, for some of us listening, I guess it's easy to hear you say that, but for, for some of us that know the story, it's been a very long difficult journey to get to this point how is it that you are staying you know i guess in the right mindset because you were with top rank and it feels like you've been on the cusp of a title shot now two years maybe am i wrong or you feel like it's been longer 2019 well there you go you know so how is it that you do stay so positive because you've been should have got a shot you should have been fighting Gabriel Flores Jr. when he was undefeated. You should have been fighting fucking Oscar Valdez when y'all was in the same division. It's just a lot of names that you could have fought while you were over there that did not fight you, but you remain in high spirits. You remain posting, you know, smiles and having fun. So how right. do you do it? How do you stay in that mindset? How do you remain positive in this sport? Um, Just loving what I do. You know what I mean? Just loving boxing and the process of what it come with. You know, and just trusting my journey is going to be different from other people's. Once I learned that and accepted that, uh, my path is going to be different to other people's. And everything got a time in the season. You know what I mean? I was able to stay positive and just, you know, just stay, stay in love with what I do. You know what I mean? Just keep trusting my process and enjoying every step of the way. You know what I mean? Sometimes, like, you can be salty about something, but one day I pray to be where I'm at now, you know what I mean? No matter how long it take or whatever the case may be, you know what I mean? You just gotta just, you can't get too caught up in that, um, where you trying to go to not enjoy where you at. So I just sat back for a little bit and enjoyed that mindset. At first I was hella frustrated, but you know, everything happened for a reason. Now, <clears throat> Albert, uh, after the win, that bumped you to now number one in the world, in the WBO at 130 pounds, uh, we just saw Navarrete uh, get a spectacular win over Oscar Valdez. He holds that WBO title. Just want I I just kind kind of want you to walk us through the year because um, it's been a hell of a year for you. Obviously lost your mother in the beginning of the year. Wow, my and, condolences. And, and, and for thank you, you to, bro. For you to you know 
go through that, because, you know, I'm sure it's something you're still going through. For you to go through that, uh, how are you able to manage and, and, and still work your way to the top and, and work your way to this position that you are now in? Um, It's just like, uh, it was devastating. I mean, because it was like, it wasn't just my mother. It was like stuff back to back to back. Like, you know what I mean? Um, when I lost my mother, it was totally unexpected. You know what I mean? Like, um, she went to the hospital, you know. Um, I don't want to get too much detail. But it was like everything was looking good. Then I'm riding. And, I mean, I go home, go to sleep. And they just like, here, up and get to the hospital. She ain't going to make it through the night. So I'm like, what? It was just, it was just a lot. Like, so once that happened, destroyed me so then i'm like okay i mean i gotta get something positive going because if not it's about to take a real dark turn you know what i mean it's gonna get some positive going um so we set up a fight for march um riding in the car somebody we get in a bad car accident injured my foot so that canceled the only positive thing i had going going to the gym and keeping my mind going so that set me back boom get back in the gym my um, I got a coach that's like my grandfather that I've been knowing since I was a young boy. You know, what I mean, he didn't want to open a gym. I've been sitting with the guy every day of my life since so I was eight years old. He dropped second day back in the gym to start the camp for the reschedule fight. He dropped dead of heart attack right in the boxing gym, right in front of us. You know what I mean? Boom. So it was just stuff like just back to back to back. But um, the boxing is what you know kind of dragging me out of the dark spot. Just having something positive to look look forward to you know what i mean something just keep me out the nightclubs out the bars out from partying out from just kicking it or doing whatever so boxing would kind of snap me back and kind of save me you know what i mean so that's how i was able to do it and just focus and you know what i mean getting some wins and get some momentum seeing where i was at because like right after the dark spot happened my ranking got higher like okay oh you number three now i'm like oh i'm right here let me lock in. I can't. I can't lighten up right now. You know what I mean. I gotta do what they would want me to do. So I just kept that in mind and try to, you know, do what I know they would want me doing. Especially just being right. Came too far to, you know what I mean, to get deterred. So I just locked in, man, and just focused on the positive. Now we saw you take one home. Obviously, that's the fight you were speaking of that got delayed. You headlined in Toledo in May just headlined mm -hmm. in Atlanta on OTX. And it seems, at least BoxRec is saying that you you right back in the ring in October? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, we're looking at October 7th. Here, I wasn't supposed to be fighting in Toledo no time soon again, but, you know, um, it's like, um, I know they're gonna try to stall me. You know, it's not 100% mandatory yet. Until, like, uh, they might have one voluntary defense. I won't know until October uh, when we go to the convention. Um, so I can't let nobody jump me. You know, I can't I can't sit still. And I, have, I don't have the luxury to sit back until it get ordered and have somebody below me in the rankings have a nice fight or a big fight because they would top rank or with any other promotion and get ahead of me. So I got to stay active and stay sharp and keep defending my NABO and keep that number one spot. So when they do call, I'm right there. You know what I mean? I can't, I, I got, I don't have the luxury to do, just be uh, relaxed. Do you foresee a fight with Navarrete being number one or do you see Navarrete trying to do something 
bigger, quote unquote, because there's been rumors of him wanting a Shakur fight. Um, right. Do you see him moving up? Do you see him sticking around facing you? Do you see yourself fighting for a vacant title with Archie Sharp? To be honest, I don't know. I'm just trying to like, um, I'm just happy where I'm at. You know what I mean? Like, um, I like everybody know me. I don't turn down fights. So if it's with Navarrete, if it's with Archie Sharp, whoever McKay may case may be, I take it however I get it. You know what I mean? I worked this hard to be in my position. So if he wanted to go up to the fight Shakur, leave it vacant, me Archie Sharp fight for it, that's cool. I'd rather beat the champion, face the champion, beat the champion, and get it that way. But I'm willing to um, and prepared to take it to however I got to get it. Now, Albert, you mentioned something that I, I, I want to touch on because I want to give you and I want to give uh, Vic y'all flowers because this is something that I've seen y'all do for a few years now. Um, whether you was with Top Rank or even after you left Top Rank, you've continued and y'all have continued to do so. And that's the 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 conventions, the sanctioning body conventions. I know you've been present. I know Vic's been present. I know you've gone to Puerto Rico to sit down uh outside of the convention just talk to just talk to us and the public a little bit how important has that been especially now being an independent fighter how important has that been for for you to still be in this position that you're in um it's just all about networking man and, um you know getting these room with these people where you have a relationship with them instead of just being a uh, a name, name on a piece of paper Exactly. You know what I mean? The name on a piece of paper with a number by it. You know what I mean? They want it. some people. You know what I mean? When they, I'm a correct. Uh, I'm a charismatic person. You know what I mean? And um, you got to get out there and state your case and get a relationship with these people where they could say, "Yeah, I do want to see this kid uh, get his opportunity. I do know what he's been through. I do know. You know what I mean? You just become more personal with them. You know what I mean? Like Paco and everybody over there. They some good people. You know what I mean? It's not the. I, I didn't only just go to the convention when I was in Puerto Rico on vacation before. I stopped in WBO office to meet everybody and talk to them and get a feel for them. And they got a feel for us. You know what I mean? That's how we just, that's how it all started. And you then the convention. Vacation. How yeah, important do you think that meeting, you stopping by, you getting familiar with them and them knowing who you are other than just a number on a piece of paper, how Man. important you think that was um, to your career? I think it's very important to be honest, you know, um, yeah, I think it's very important. Like, um, experience and networking is, uh, it's, uh, it don't have a price on it. You know what I mean? So especially when you in a position I'm in, where you're not with a major promoter and stuff. So, uh, I think it was a very smart move by me and my team. You know what I mean? And, um, I'm grateful we we did do that and that we are uh, moving like that. So it's very important. Do you believe your time is now or coming? No, I believe it's now, you know what I mean? I think the coming stage is over, you know what I mean? I'm looking at what's around. I'm looking at the division. I'm looking um, my moves ahead after this, you know what I mean? But I'm just focused where I'm at right now. But I can see, like, the lighting at the end of the tunnel. So it's just um, I believe my time is now, to be honest. And what do you know about Archie Sharp? Is he with Matchroom or is that a Frank Warren fighter or a boxer fighter? Um, to be honest, I really don't know. Um, they got a lot of stuff going on over there. I really, I ain't 100% sure with the details. Uh, so I can't really speak on it. I know me and him was in talks before. 
it was going good, you know, that we was trying to fight each other, but uh, it just stuff were lining up. So if now is the time to present itself, then so be it. But I tried to make that fight happen before as well, like at the beginning of um, 2022. I mean, I've been trying to fight. Men. We've been able to talk about fighting each other since 2022 when I was number three and he was number one because the last convention they ordered, um, they were saying that um, this is before Navarrete came up. He was going to fight the number two guy or whatever the case may be. I mean, the number three guy. And um, Oscar was going to fight um, Navarrete, but Oscar got injured. So that took uh, Navarrete to, to, I don't know how it went past him, but ended up fighting the guy from Australia. But um, me and him was talking to fight for a while now. So, you know what I mean? If Navarrete goes up and that fight presents itself as two undefeated guys, an American versus somebody from the UK, so I, don't, I mean it, it could be some inter it could be interesting. So, all right, we're going. I'm ready for my shot. Now, champ. Obviously, to me, I feel like you're a better boxer than Valdez. On paper, Valdez obviously has more power than you, uh, mm -hmm. and more experience on that world level or championship level. He got destroyed by Navarrete. Mm -hmm. Um, how do you not get battered? That dude don't stop throwing punches. That's a tough-ass fight. I know you a boxer, but the dude don't stop throwing punches. You got to have, obviously, tip-top conditioning, pivot all fucking night, duck, weave, slip. It's a tough fight because you're going to be working so hard not to be hit. Or am I wrong? Yeah, I do. No, I, I, I don't, um, I'm not worried about getting battered or nothing like that. You know, it's just, like you said, my main thing would be just being in tip top shape. After that, everything will work itself out. Like, to be honest, you know what I mean? Oscar Valdez is a short guy, he's flat hooded. He stays right there. Most of these guys do. I done seen Navarrete against guys that, that, was, that couldn't box at all. Like other Mexican fighters that couldn't box at all. That gave him trouble or different guys that's not nowhere near on the class of skill set that I have or even the length that I have, you know what I mean? Or sharpness, a jab, all types of stuff. So it's a lot of stuff that I could do, that I would do, that probably make it an easy night, to be honest. But um, it's just Damn, all starts Easy with... night? No, nah, I'm just, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, but it's stuff that I could do, that I know I could do, that could make it uh, an easy night, you know what I mean? Or, you know what I mean? People are, or in people's eyes, they will say, oh, this didn't look like it was supposed to be, you know what I mean? But it all starts with the tip-top conditioning. As long as I know if I'm in tip, tip, top shape, the best shape of my life, getting that 12 round, 15 round shape, you know what I mean? And have a real long, sharp, not a long, sharp, uh, long camp, but a real camp, you know what I mean? I got him for sure. Now, Albert, when it comes to the experience, you may have not had the opportunity in the ring with too many of the guys yet, but you've, you've still shared the ring with a lot of top level guys in the gym and in sparring and stuff like that. How much do you think that that helps in, in, you know, for the championship fight? Because he's obviously been there now through three divisions, but for you, you've been able to get your experience in the gym. Yeah. Um, and then I had a long amateur career. I ran to win some amateur fights, you know what I mean? Then the pros and been to all types of camps and stuff. And then I've been top, I've been sparring some of the top fighters since I turned pro or even before I turned pro, you know what I mean? But it just shows you different different stuff that you pick up in the gym that most people would have to learn in a fight and adjust on the fly. So I think it's, 
I think I had a lot to my bag in my experience, you know what I mean, with my mental, because I have picked up a lot of tricks and trades and learned how to, you know, control parts of the round and rest here and pick it up here and different little spots and stuff. So, you know, like I said, experience, I mean, your experience is, um, is, 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 is priceless, you know, so, um, I think I, I have, I think I'd bring a lot of experience to it and a lot of stuff that he probably never seen that had to deal with, um, fighting me as well. Now, I know you've been able to share the ring with guys like Lomachenko, George Cambosis. Who, who else have you been able to spar as a professional and, and, and get some work in with? Uh, man, to be honest, I would have to raise back so long, but, uh, the first of our I ever sparred when I turned pro was uh, Rancis Bethelemy when he was a world champion. Uh. Um, uh, down, cause I, I started, I mean, I turned, I, so I turned pro in Florida. So I sparred a lot of top guys down there. Um, you know, Ohio has the Rashi Warrens, the Adrian Browners, the Robert Easton Juniors, and all those guys all being in camp with them all the time. Then, you know, the Devin Haney's, the Cambosis, the, the uh, Lomachenko's and, just a lot of other top fighters. I, I sparred a lot of guys. You know? I mean, I've been in the ring with a lot of world champions and other, a lot of top guys to contenders and et cetera, et cetera. So um, even like now when I go out to Vegas and go to Salas Gym or um, go to um, – it's a lot of gyms I go to out there where they got nothing but top guys, undefeated guys, and things of that nature. So I've been there with a lot of fighters. Now – since leaving them at any point, have you had any conversation with Top Rank, especially now um, with you being number one? Uh, yeah, we chat with him. You know me here and there. I go to you know if you know me, you know I'm on, I'm on all the fights, so uh, I always run into them or we talk or they just was here in Toledo for the Jerry Anderson car. Um, yeah, my uh, my manager Vic, you know, he has a lot of fighters that he puts on cards here and here, so he stays in contact with them. So we ain't really draw up no plan yet of what's going on or what what's gonna happen next. But I'm um, sure when it's time to really, you know, I mean, make something happen or talk about something, it, it should be it should be that difficult to put something together. And that's why we always stayed in um, great communication with them and great relationship with Top Rank. It was never no bad blood or hard feelings or nothing like that. It just was um, something I had to do for my career at that time by leaving top rank. I got James Valdez in San Antonio, Texas. He says, do you believe Colbert should have gotten the win versus uh, Jose Va Velasquez? Valenzuela. Valenzuela, a.k.a. Rayo. Oh, uh, I personally yeah. believe Rayo did enough. And if not, a draw would have been more reasonable than Colbert getting the win. What's your thoughts? Um, yeah, I believe it should have been like a draw at the at the least. If not... I've I, I seen Rayo winning, but if not, I could see a draw as well when I watched it again. You know what I mean? Because um, Cobra did do a lot coming back and far hard, but, um, you know, I didn't see him doing enough to take the win. But I heard they fighting again, so uh, props and kudos to them. To, uh, to Props to Cobra for uh, taking that fight again. You know what I mean? Because a lot of people, when they squeeze by a win like that, they just go on about it. But that shows um, a lot. Um, Family to take that fight again, so I'm interested to see it. But I did see it as a, either a rail win or a draw. You kind of answered this, but uh, Ruin of 504 New Orleans says, Any idea who you'll be facing next? Um, to be honest, I don't know. I just want it to be quality. Somebody, you know, what I mean, try to come in, give me some, some good rounds, and keep me sharp while 
while this WBO world title stuff sort itself out. So to be honest, I really don't know who I'm fighting just yet, but I know I will be fighting in October. And earlier you said your reach when speaking of Navarrete, you got one inch more than him. He's 72, you 73, unless your box track is wrong. But you're also taller, so that gives yeah. you more of a reach, correct? Something like that. And then even if it is just an um, a inch advantage or whatever, he probably never fought somebody with an inch advantage. He probably fought never fought nobody in his life that got longer arms than him. So it's just something everybody got to adjust with. And then, like I said, you know what I mean? I, I'm active with my reach. You know what I mean? I know how to use my reach. I know how to use my length. I'm not I'm not one of them guys that's flat-footed and they're banging. That's not doing his jab. So, you know, it makes it a different thing than just having a one-inch reach advantage. James Benitez, Huntsville, Alabama, says, people are already talking about a new way in tank is the super fight of the future. A new way has to make it past 131st, and I feel... You will be a champion before then. Do you feel a new way would be a dangerous fight for you? I also feel Navarrete would be easy for you. Um, I think anyway is a dangerous fight for anybody. You know what I mean? But I'm not looking at to be honest, I'm not looking at I don't think Tank should be looking at a in a way super fight either right now. You know what I mean? People just gotta worry about the things that they got. It's a lot of business to be taken care of in these divisions, whether it's one thirty, uh 135 with Tank, with, uh, stuff that he got going on up there. Um, he still got to go through, if he's going to stay at 122 to become undisputed, to defend undisputed, to come to 126 or whatever, it's a lot. That's that's something I can't really entertain when I got to be worried about my first world title shot first, you know. For sure. I got Matt Bent in Kansas City says, have you ever worked with Eddie Hearn? You might consider a UK tour or UK, or, or duty. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I haven't worked with Eddie Hearn, you know what I mean? Like I said, my team's had talks with, with pretty much everybody, you know, but um, we haven't talked. I mean, we haven't worked with Hearn, but I'm definitely down or uh, accepting to go over the match room with the UK or whatever the case may be and fight them guys over there because what they have, they have Cordina that has a title and they have other top challenges, you know, and I got a, they got a lot of guys that was champions at 126 or whatever the case may be that might be going up. So, um Whatever presents itself that makes sense for me, I'm I'm with it. As long as it just makes sense or got it lead to title opportunities or title unifications. Belo in Phoenix, Arizona. Champ, uh, thanks for your time. How did you get the nickname? And what keeps you motivated? Good luck in the future bouts. You got a lot of love in the TBV community with the Ohio supporters. Uh, uh thank you. I appreciate that. But um I got my nickname because my, my father is a fighter, you know what I mean? Um, and he was like a legendary fighter from in my city. So uh, his, his name was the King, you know what I mean? Like, and I had a, a auntie that passed away, but she used to always take me around. She used to always call me Prince Albert in the can way before boxing. So it just happened to be two different people in my family named me um, Prince. So it just stuck with me. And um, it's just always been my name since I was a kid. Ryan Frazier in Toronto, Canada says, hey, it's Ryan. Frazier, can you name three fights you want next? Um, I would say Mario Navarrete uh, next. Um, a unification with any other other champions in a uh, weight class. Whether, um, Foster, that's, that's that's a good fight. If I get the belt, uh, I mean, when I get the belt, and he still has his, then of course I'm down for unification. He be with talking greasy like Court he's Davis. the one. 
He's supposed to. I mean, he's a world champion right now. He came back for some things and battled himself back. Uh, me and him kind of got the same story, I believe. So I respect him. You know what I mean, if you feel like he the one, um, he's supposed to. You know what I mean? You got to believe you the one to somebody show you not. So if mm. you believe he's the one, that's cool. Um, but I'm open to, I mean, getting the belt uh, and unifying with him or Cordina or uh, Garcia, you know, any of the guys over there, if we're going to try to make this stuff happen, or them two of them guys fight each other and two of the two of us fight each other and it'd be the first ever undisputed 137, then, um, then that's what being the cards. That's cool. But, it, but I would like that. I would like, a, I mean, I would like Navarrete, then another champion, and then either go to 135 and um, try to, uh, you know what I mean? campaign there last one dre bogus in san diego congrats on the win who are your three favorite fighters of all time um every time somebody asks me that, I, I get thanks on thanks for the congratulations but every time somebody asks me that, i get stuck because i'm really like a student of the game so um just off of the um just off of okay off the back of my hand i'm just gonna say muhammad ali floyd mayweather roy jones But that's only three. That's what you told him. That's what you said. Oh, yeah, shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why'd I, say, why'd I think four? Because usually usually we ask for the Mount Rushmore and that's four. Yeah. So, okay. But now this one was a three. Yo, Chan, before we let you go, just want your thoughts really quick. On Devin Haney Shakur, who wins? Um, May the best man win. You know what I mean? I try to stay my, try to, you know what I mean? Try to stay out of that, you know? Both, um, that's my brother. Either of them? Yeah, I sparred Devin. Um, we made Devin been sparring since he was younger. Um, but, you know, Shakur, me and him got a cool, cordial relationship. I try to try to stay out of it. Got respect for both guys. Got much love for both. Especially got love for Dev. Um, I just like to see it happen, you know what I mean? When it happens and when it makes sense to happen. So, well, you oh. saying when it makes sense, you feel it's not ready then? No, I feel like it's ready. But I'm saying if, 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 um, if he don't want to hold the weight no more and – He's not going to force himself to hold it. It's other opportunities. Then go ahead and proceed and do what's best for you at the end of the day. That's all you can do. If, um, you know, everything, I don't know. It, I believe it's time for it to happen. I mean, if it, if it, like I said, it makes sense now, but it makes sense later as well. Um, so whenever it, they put the pen to the paper and sign the contracts, then we'll see who the better fighter is on that night. Well, I wanted to ask you on the uh... – Double undisputed that we have a month from tomorrow, right here in Las Vegas, the super welterweight undisputed champ Jamel Charlo moves up two divisions to face the super middleweight. He's sensationalizing this shit, huh? Hey man, say man, we ain't never seen this shit before. But you right. know, he's facing the, the the other undisputed champion in Canelo Alvarez at super middleweight. How do you see that fight playing out? And what was I your reaction? What was your reaction <laughs> when you heard it was Jermel and not Jamal? I actually liked it. I liked it a little bit better because I believe Jamel like Jamel uh, is um he's been proving himself, man. And, um he's been active. He's been getting better each time, I believe. Like when he lost to Tony, came back, did his thing. When he had to fight, I believe he lost, to be honest, but it was a draw against Cassano the first time for Undisputed came back and proved did his thing um he's just showing and proving it and they're naturally big guys you know what i mean and then canelo's been slowing down a little bit in his career he's an older 33 um than most 
but it just that fight makes a lot of sense to make it very interesting you know what i mean i'm willing i'm definitely ready to see that one um you can't sleep on charlo in this fight and canelo's canelo man so who you got <laughs> uh, i'm not a bad man at night i might uh -huh. put something on the underdog but i i i'm not confident in um and no, pick and not, right. And no pick right right now. All right, cool. I that being said, what was your thoughts when you heard Terrence Crawford say that he wants the winner at 168? I I, I, I like Terrence against anybody right now. Mm. So you think he could beat Canelo? Yeah. Wow. He's special, man. I mean, I just, they both, they all special, but that dude, man, he, um, he's different, bro. People still haven't seen the best Terrence Crawford. Like he didn't have to, like remain like I oh, mean that dude. And what you dude, feel like, you have seen the best in the gym? What? How, how do you know we haven't seen the best? How do you know you haven't seen the best? Because like you never seen this dude. Like you never seen this dude in a fight that's like that's like uh, where it was close or he probably got caught with something or then he just destroyed people like. You never seen this dude go to a decision like, oh, did Terrence get that? Or it's like that dude, man. That dude got so many tricks in his bag. Like to fight this fight, he ain't had to switch orthodox one time. You know what I mean? Like he fought one of the best softballs in the world, softball, like the entire time. Like dude is just doing stuff just to be doing it. Like man, that dude is special, bro. Mm. Any mean? Like he's mean. Any mean? He is mean. mean What's your bro. thoughts? What's your thoughts, though? Because when we started talking about this, it was just a fantasy. But um, there's been reports since you've been on this interview that there are real talks with Crawford and, and, and Tank, right? That's what you showed me? I read that right? No, 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 no. Bro, you don't know how to read at all. Oh, well, I, was, you know, I wasn't reading it. <laughs> uh, you know, you showed it to me on your phone. What was the exact tw tweet? Nah, though? he said he was just playing. Oh, you're talking about Tank? Yeah. All right, well, well, Tank said he was playing, but he did say out here he could knock out Crawford in six rounds. He did say he got a, 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 a weak chin shield. and a glass shield. Just hey, talk. Hey. Um, Tank got that type of pop, like like Crawford touched on. He like he's supposed to feel that way, you know what I mean? But he said if he come up to forty seven, then we'll find out. So I just leave it with there with that, you know what I mean? Tank got that type of power where he can knock anybody out if he get the shot. He's a precise puncher. He got the lowest output with the highest knockout ratio. But Crawford, different breed, man. He's a much bigger fighter, and um, that's not something I'm really interested in seeing. I'd rather see Crawford, you know what I mean, go up and fight those. Uh, get a Charlo fight or a Canelo fight. I wanted to see him fight Charlo next, but Charlo has the undisputed fight. But um, if he get the winner of that fight, then I would rather be interested in that, you know. You spoke about reach. Crawford is a 74, and Tank, I believe, is a 67-inch reach. How difficult would it be for him to cut that distance with a 67-and-a-half to be exact inch reach? Um difficult you know what i mean he's difficult for anybody so um they both special fighters but you know his weight classes for a reason and especially just like right now off the bat you know what i mean um like i say everybody got a lot of work to do still in that division tank got a lot to do at 135 still um crawford cleaned out 47 now it's time for him to do the 
the 54 thing or the winner of that fight. So, you know, everything's supposed to happen in time. And Crawford took the steps where he developed his body in time to become, um, to transition to 54. You know, um, Tank never been as high as 47 to just jump up there out the blue. You know what I mean? To really kind of skip 40 a little bit. He fought at 40 once, but to skip it completely. Um, but Crawford would be doing the same thing. But I, I, I don't know with the Canelo thing. So, I don't know, man. I don't know. Super duper last one. I know we said that. Well, I said that already. Uh, I ain't tripping. Your brethren, Jared Anderson, uh, got a big win over the weekend. Two names. Winner of Joe Joyce, Zhang. If he can't get that, he's been mentioning Frank Sanchez. Now, he's mentioning Frank Sanchez. We, the public, would rather him fight Zhang, winner or loser. Because if Zhang lose, I still think that's a great fight for him. But if he wants the winner in Joyce or Zhang, whoever wins, I think those are great fights as well. But he himself has mentioned Frank Sanchez. What do you think the best option is for Jared Anderson? Um, to be honest, I don't um, – you can't go wrong with either one of those um, – with those options because outside of the two champions, uh, them probably going to be the best uh, – the biggest names and the best tests out there. Um, so whoever gets that fight out of – Either one of those options is um, probably the third best heavyweight in the world, you know, on paper. So uh, we all got our opinions of who is who the best, who the best. But until Usyk and Fury fight, it's gonna them, gonna them guys gonna be one and two, and then those guys linger in the, behind them. So whoever, if he if if um, Jared beats Frank Sanchez, I believe he 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 should be under those guys. If he beats Zhang, the winner of Joy Joyce and even if you be Joyce or the same guy, you know what I mean? Same thing. So um, both of those are – all three of them are big fights, to be honest. Uh, the Joyce, the Zang, or the Frank Sanchez fight. So either one of them would be good for the sport and for him and his career in the heavyweight division. Well, Mr. Bell, that is everything. If you can, please give out your social media. Direct anybody uh, to any ticket sales for your next fight. We do appreciate your time. Sure, man. Um, follow me on all social media platforms at Albert Princeville, all one word. You know what I mean? Albert Princeville, and I'll see y'all, and um, I'll be on there. Keep supporting me. All right. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Albert Bell. Appreciate, we appreciate you, it. Champ. And we're going to get to these phone calls. Lines are open 1425 Press one one time. If you're on Discord, go ahead and request. If you're on Twitter, go ahead and request. We're going to get to these Super Chats, if any, if no callers, early Let me see. day. The Super Chat, so... Check your text, Ness. $2 from Supermax. What text, bruh? Optimus Prime, $10. <laughs> Andy has done that boom, boom, boom in his last two fights, crying, laughing emoji. Uh and then comes back with a $2 saying, I meant hasn't done the boom, boom, boom in Word. his last two fights. He was talking crazy in that video. Like, he Word. out here really, really fighting. Killing fighting. shit. <laughs> yeah, killer. man, because I got those short arms and I, I'm quick, man. I'm fast. It's like, get your ass out of get in the ring, bro. But anyway, uh-oh, uh-oh, early, early day. Next GTO. 
Instagram and Twitter. What? I know. Salute to Wilder. No, no calls, man. Y'all hating on Deontay Wilder's greatness. We are the boxing boys. If you're on the landline, this is your opportunity to press one right now because we are about to end it. Five, four, three, two, Jay and Brooke Dykeman, Dykeman, Dykeman. All right then. Talking about how she only dealt with businessmen. You gotta unmute. Chin. Jay Dykeman. Gotta unmute. Jay, you might want to jump out, jump back in. In the meantime, in between time, stay wavy. Television. Good morning, Jamie, That's what it do, man. That's what it do, man. Let's go. Ness, I got a bad Bluetooth. I only go in the good morning. You got a bad Bluetooth, champ. Hey, yo. Nah, I'm going to try and do that. I'm going to try and start going to that. It'd be Danny, bro. He'd be out here getting here late, ruining my cheese, so I don't have that early good morning yell with me. You there nah, or what? I'll you, man. You got to get juiced up off that coffee, man. You know what I'm saying? Word. <laughs> hey, I just want to say this, man. I want to say this, man. Danny, this is your element. Corey Stevenson showed the world yesterday, man. He's a... He's the biggest, Shakur Stevens is the biggest clown in boxing, man. What? He called Devin Haney dad a bitch, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? You doing this corny shit, man. You always talking about Terrence and Devin and Tank, man. Like, bro, stop using other niggas' names for attention, bro. Get your resume up, dog. You know what I'm saying? I know you ain't getting the fights you want to get. But, bro, like, Devin worked hard to be the youngest undisputed champ. You know what I'm saying? Tank worked hard to be the, the, the new face of boxing, bro. Stop being a jealous bitch-ass nigga, bro. I'm proud of this nigga, Shakur Stevenson, bro. I know he's a skillful fighter, but at the end of the day, man, he hasn't proved anything yet, man. You know what I'm saying? Me, personally, I got my boy Devin Haney beating the fuck I mean, I mean, he me took, personally. You know, he I'm, took I'm two belts. Fan, man. He did take two belts from two champions, plus unified, plus well, oh, been a champion two divisions. Right. You're right. He he only fought for one vacant title. Right, he beat Jamel Heron and Austin. Right, well, I'm, I'm talking specifically at uh at one thirty five. Oh yeah, thirty. I mean, he just got there. It's un- unfair. Kind of unfair to say he ain't done nothing there when he only had one fight and the dude he fought was ranked. And we all know that the dudes that ranked above Shoshino said no. Now we got video of Mauricio literally saying they said no. Yeah, well, people ducking him. I'm not gonna deny that people people are definitely ducking Shakur. But we know my boy Lord uh, Devin Haney said that 25 percent. And what happened? That's what do you do? Mm. He ain't like the offer. What what, what does Shakur do? He countered it. He ain't countered. He ain't like it. But if yeah, you yeah, like he ain't risk, countered. You gotta take that risk. He ain't even counter it, bro. So what that say? He don't want that smoke, bro. If you feel like you're that good, bro, take the risk, man. Take the little 25%. Beat Devin Haney. Show the world that you better than him. Because, you know, you talking about what you did when y'all was kids as far, man. That, that don't got shit to do it right now, bro. Devin Haney's way better than he was back then. And plus, your core is older than Devin Haney. So, come on, man. 
you know, that's just my call, man. That's all I got to say, man. Shout out to the Boxer Voice, man. Make sure y'all subscribe and thumbs up. Shout out to Danny, too, man. You may feel like it's your time. Appreciate it's you, not your champ. Time. Appreciate you. Let's see who. It's so ill how smoke travels in the sun, like in the rays. Let's see who we got on Blog Talk. 984, yo. 984 on Blog Talk. 984. Yes. Who that? Yes. Who this? What's up? You hear me? I it's hear Bo you. Rogers. Bo Rogers, what up? All right, what up with you, man? Big fan of y'all, man. I love listening to y'all every morning. But look, check this out. When it comes to uh, Terrence Crawford, and uh, so if I got a son and he uh want to box and he looking up to Terrence Crawford, is it okay for me to tell him that resumes don't matter? He can uh just practice on his practice what he doing his whole career. And then get a big fight, and everybody reward him like he fought killer after killer after killer. Well, I mean, you know, what kind of message do that send? I mean, it's not you. I think you interpreted him wrong. I think you're supposed to interpret it that Crawford fought decent opposition, try to make big fights happen, didn't get the big fights, and then when he finally did, we see why he didn't because he was light years ahead of his competition. It's like the last caller said, like, you could say his opposition wasn't good, but when when was he in a tight fight? Like, yeah, somebody punched him in the face. It's boxing. But when was he in a tight fight? When was he in a fight that we needed a rematch? When was he in a fight that we thought, you know, the opponent got robbed? Like, he'd been beating the shit out of everybody. Didn't he get on his biggest fight and have actually the best performance of his life? So... Yeah, I would certainly, A, show my son that fight and say this is how you're supposed to handle the big moment and, B, show my son that career and say, look, this is what you do. Don't get frustrated. Believe in your talent because you'll get your moment. All right, but as a fan, I want to see if I want to see the best fight the best, and when I go back and look at his career and I'm looking at him in there with a, you know, like at the end of his, the end of his career coming close. So at the end of his career, when I go back and look over his career, and I'm like, you know, what's the, this the major fight he had? You know, I'm type person who like to do the research on where the fighter he went up against was at. You know, like Earl hadn't been in the ring in a year and a half. You know, was he really, you know. I mean, Earl was I, unified. I Earl, Earl, Earl was three and times he, unified. There's no one that, that Crawford fought that wasn't, where they supposed to have been. Earl was three-time unified, waiting for Crawford to make the undisputed fight. And Dongo yeah, had I, just I, got I, a I, knockout. I'm giving him credit for beating Earl. Yeah, I I'm mean, even, even at 40, though. I just want to know, like, did it do staying out the ring a year and a half? That, you know, is that the best? You know, you need a, you need a tune-up to go against the best fighter in the world. You can't have it both ways, champ. So, you know, did we did we... Did we get the best? You know, did we get you, the best? You can't have it both ways. Your, like, your favorite fighter is the one that said no tune-ups. You know? And y'all applauded and I, and that. Y'all applauded it. Y'all celebrated it. But I'm just, you know, I'm a, I like to watch the school. I like to see the best people go against the best people. But I like to see guys that's active fighting guys. Like, I, I, I wouldn't you mind feel Keith like Thurman and, and Terry, but, but I just don't want to see Keith 
after being so inactive. Chad, appreciate the call. Appreciate the call. Twice this year and actively. What the fuck? Jay, trying that you again. That was the bell. That was the bell, though. Trying you again, Jay. Jay going once, two times. All right. Earn. Trying you. I'm in the building. Shout out to the boxing boys always. Shout out. Hardest working people in the building. I'm going to keep it short today. I can't say much. But I'm going to say shout out to Shakur uh, Stevenson, best pound for pound boxer, one of the best pound for pound boxers in the world, him and Bud Crawford. I'm going to just leave it there. Holler at your boy. I'm out. All right, my guy. Appreciate you. Um. Well, that is everybody, Ness. Ness GTO. Instagram and Twitter, Ringwalk Danny, Instagram and Twitter. Catch me on the next Tonight, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. The Boxing Voice on all forms of social media. Is is your choice. Catch us on the next one, Arriva Dirch.